Hallelujah. I'm excited to come to you again with this powerful word of God. I'm Pastor Emmanuel Mephel of the Rohi Church. I have a very powerful message and get ready. Your life will be transformed. Business will be transformed. Ministry will be transformed. Family will be transformed. You will not leave this message the same again. As you prepare to go into the service, this message is one that you don't have to listen to alone. So I want you to do one thing for me. Just call a friend. Call your relative. Call your spouse. Call somebody in the house. Call somebody on your phone. Get them to get close to their set and tell them that the Rui word is about to hit their life and that's going to be a transforming word in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this young man, this young lady, this man, this woman. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that as we enter into the service, the Lord will speak directly to you and to everything that has been a bother to you. May the word bring transformation. May the word bring deliverance. May the word turn your life loose and cause you to become what God has purpose for you to become. I'll see you in the service, and I'll talk to you again right after the service. Get ready. God bless you. Let's get into the service. I love you. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda. Bethesda means house of um, mercy, or house of um, grace, Bethesda, having five porches. Continue. In these lay a great multitude of sick people. Can you imagine how a house of grace or house of mercy, by it are so many sick people, blind people, lame people, paralyzed people. What I should tell you is that the fact that you are in church or that you are in church does not mean that you are, you are free from the, these kind of attacks. Even by Bethesda, these things were happening. And they were waiting for the move of the water. Continue. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition for a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? So this is somebody who was, who was in an old season. In an old, he has been in one season. Nothing new has happened for 38 years. 38 years. For some of you, nothing new has happened to you for five years, some 10 years, some three years, some two years, some six months. But we are all in a position where we are looking at seeing something new. Something new must happen. Something must change. Something must give way. Something must, 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 just, must just happen to us in this year so that we see that the Lord even hears our prayer. This man had been there for 38 years. So go to verse 6 again. So Jesus saw him like knew that he had already been there in the condition a long time. He said to him, do you want to be made well? So the question was, do you want to be made well? The answer was what? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. This man, I don't know if he went to school, but if he had gone to school, he would be a very stupid student. Verse 8, because you want to be made whole. You have been there for 38 years. Do you want to be made whole? I have no man. Many people have failed this exam. And I still failed. Wabon, wabon, pa. I'm, I'm telling you, if he was... if. Maybe that's why he was there for 38 years. On course, Jesus said to him, rise up, take up your bed and walk. Lesson number one, own the process. 
The process for your change, own it. Own the process. Own the process. Own the process. Go back to verse 6. Let me show you where the man disowned the process. Do you want to be made whole? In fact, go, go to verse 1. Let me show you something. And when I was reading this passage, it was so funny to me. How can somebody just hand over, hand over, verse 2, hand over his destiny to somebody's hands? Now there's, a, there's, there's in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool which is having blood. Verse 3. In this lay a great multitude of sick people. They were, they, were all invested. they were all waiting for the moving of the water. So already, they are not part of the process. They are waiting for somebody to come and move the water. An angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first. So the man is saying this. Whoever, after the stirring of the water was made well. So the process is out of his hands. He doesn't control it. So then Jesus comes and says, do you want to be made whole? I have no man. Because obviously, he does not, he has given away the process of his change into the hands of anybody else. He himself is out of the equation. And most of us operate like that. Most of us are like that. We have given up the process. We, we don't have a hand when it comes to... When it comes to our change, we don't have a hand when it comes to our prosperity. We don't have a hand when it comes to seeing the new things that we expect to see. All we are saying is that, okay, maybe our boss will do it. Or maybe whatever will happen will happen. One day, one day, something will happen. Don't check the responsibility of your change to anyone. Own the process for your change. Don't give it to anybody. Nobody really, the sadness of this whole thing is that nobody really cares about you more than you. In this life... Don't think that anybody cares about you more than you will care for yourself. So if you don't care about yourself, know that nobody will care about you. Own the process. Own the process. Own the process for your change. Too many people have stopped praying because somebody will pray for me. Too many people have stopped pushing because my uncle in America will send me a ticket. Too many people have stopped trying to read to go back to school because one day I'll hit a jackpot. Own the process, lazy boy. Own the process. Why have you shared the responsibility of your progress in life to fate? By all means, one day it will happen. My uncle will send me a ticket. My friend said that when he gets a job, he will help me. There are people in my village, when you grow to a certain time, they give you land to farm. So I'm waiting for the time. Are you not a joker? Have you not seen that the people ahead of you, they are still walking and they are not making it and things are not happening because they thought the same way you are thinking. If this man, if this man had owned the process, I can tell you, if he had owned the process 38 years, he would not be sitting at one place. And how I know he didn't own the process was the answer he gave when he was asked. Do you want to be made whole? If he owned the process, he would have said yes. But he had given the process away to somebody. I don't own the process. Whatever happens to me is okay. So Jesus, the man who could heal him, who could change his life, said, do you want to be made whole? I have no man. I have no man. Tell somebody, own the process. There are too many people walking around who have given up the process. You see them. They finish JHS. And that's it. We are, we are done. You meet them. What are you doing with your life? Oh, you know, I'm just checking a few things. Uh, you know, I, I know, I know I'm trying to do something. You are doing nothing. You have just released the process and sitting down waiting that something will happen. Nothing happens when you don't happen. You must move for something to happen. Things don't just happen. 
People must make things happen. If you don't own the process, nothing will happen. Rise up from today and own the process of your change. Own the process of your prosperity. Own the process of your spirituality. Own the process of your success. Own it. Take charge of it. If I had not owned the process, I would be a poor, miserable man. Because in my house, nobody is rich. My father didn't build. My mother was the one who built a type of house. Nobody is that rich in my house. Nobody is that connected in my house. I woke up and realized that there is nobody. There is nothing. Nobody has given me land. Nobody has given me a car. Nobody has given me money. Nobody has done savings for me. Nobody even sang a song for me. It's just a song that even that song, nobody sang for me. So I knew when I woke up that my life is in my hands. If I don't own the process, I will die a pauper. I will die a hungry man. And so I told myself that God help me but I'm taking charge of the process and look what the Lord has done. If you can take charge of the process, God will turn the situation around. Stop sitting down expecting somebody to give you something. Nobody will. It is when you start moving that they will now begin to help. Own the process. Own the process. This year decide that I will own the process. The process will not just be there and then I'm also walking around and then, and then uh, I, am just, I am just expecting somebody to do something. Nobody cares. I said nobody cares. Nobody cares. You, who do you wake up caring about? You, you. If you wake up caring about nobody, understand that others also wake up caring about nobody. So don't think that somebody, somebody wakes up thinking about you. They don't. Your uncle doesn't. Whenever you call him and he says, Hey, Andra, Krana made you. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. He's lying. He was not thinking about you. He's lying. I said the sad truth is that most human beings think about themselves first. They think about themselves first. And when they think about themselves first, they want to be in control so that you continue begging them for life. They want you to beg them for life. I have some people in my life, I keep telling my wife that, Madam, if God hadn't helped us, this one, she would want us to beg her every day of our life. And I'm telling you, there are people and all they want is to get you to come and beg them. If you don't take charge of the process, you will become a beggar, a pauper, a useless person. Get up and own the process to your prosperity. Own the process. Own the process. Too many irresponsible people walking around. They don't want to own the process. Just give it away. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to be made whole? Um, I don't have a man. You don't have a man? My husband? Forget about your husband. Your husband is no. Is, forget about your husband. He will die. Forget about your wife. She will die. Take charge of the process. And stop blaming the government. Blaming your pastor. And my pastor doesn't pray for me. The pastor has problems. He's praying for his own problems. When he's tired and he gets his results, he will think about you. 
own the process. Seeing that we keep walking around, eh, and my uncle is not helping me. Even my auntie doesn't even do anything to help me. My, my sister, my sister is so wicked. Hey, your sister is wicked. Are you, are you, are you holy? Who have you helped? And who are you helping? And who do you think about? Hello? If you can take a review of your life anytime you have failed, it's because you thought someone would do something for you. Anytime, just sit down and review your life. You'll see that anytime you failed, anytime you were disappointed, it's because you were expecting somebody to do something for you and the person didn't do it. Why wouldn't you learn from that? They don't care. They don't care. I know you don't like hearing something like this, but they don't care. Uh, I, I know, I know we, we don't like to hear the truth, but me, I don't know any other thing but the truth. They don't care. Mm. I know that you will even be angry. You will not like the message, but they don't care. Look, how can somebody, look, how can somebody be sitting down 38 years by the pool? Are we saying that he didn't have relatives for 38 years. He was not given birth by a human being. He didn't have siblings. Was he an only child? Was he an orphan? And in that city, were there no human beings who could also have gone to push him into the water? They don't care. You think people don't see that you are struggling? They see it, but they don't care. So don't sit down expecting that, oh, uh, maybe somebody by all means will think about me. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. 38 years, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. It's a whole lifetime. And he was just sitting down, waiting, waiting. He had given up the process that if somebody can push me, they should push me. And nobody cared to push him. So if you're also sitting down, with, you wait for 38 years for 38 years. Number two, ask yourself questions. Ask yourself questions. Ask yourself questions. Never assume anything. Never assume anything. Don't think that because he's poor, it's because, because he's poor, he wants money. You'll be surprised. It's not every poor person who is looking for money. Don't assume. I mean, Jesus could have just come in there and assumed that because he's not well, he needs healing. But Jesus didn't assume. He started asking questions. You to ask questions. He could have assumed that, oh, anybody who is here is sick and needs healing. But no. Jesus asked him, do you want to be made whole? I have no man. Immediately you know that. It's not, it's not, it's not wholeness he's looking for. It's not wholeness. Don't, don't think that anybody that you see that is poor, they need money. You know, I, was, I made the mistake of thinking that anybody who is helpless must be helped. So if I see that the person's marriage is not working, then I go in that, oh, Charlie, you shouldn't be beating your wife. You should be beating this Then the person go ball. Then they will leave the church. Then I'll see that somebody's struggling. Then I'll call the man and I say that, Charlie, you are the father of your family. You know, you cannot be you know, shaking the responsibility. Find a job, even if it's construction, even if it's painting. Whatever you can do, do something to support your family. The person go ball, he go leave. Oh, then I'll see a boy, young boy, trying to mess up his life. Then I'll go in. Charlie, this thing that you are doing, this betting, this thing, it won't help you. Why don't you change? The person go, boy, go leave. Then the Lord told me that stop assuming that everybody who needs help wants help. It's not everybody who needs help who wants help. Let them ask for help or ask questions. So Jesus comes and asks questions. That's why they are killing you in that village, you know. The, my village, the, way, the house that they live in is not a nice house. So I'm going to, have they asked you for a nice house? Have they asked you for a nice house? So why don't you just live in your, in your nice house in the city and just be sending them 
momo to sustain them. Have they told you they want a house? Because as you are going to do it, they say, ah, now you want to show us that, oh, okay, you have arrived there. You will return for us to see. Meanwhile, they have not requested for a house. Oga, sit in your, in your city and just be sending plantain. Send them plantain. Send them, send them oil. Send them rice. So they ask that, can you do this for us? Prayerfully, you do it. Learn to ask questions. Ask questions. Never assume that every hungry person is looking for food. Don't make that mistake of assumption. This man was sick, but he was looking for it. He was, he was sick. He wasn't looking for healing. He was sick, but he wasn't looking for healing. He wanted someone to put him in the water. The water was what he wanted, not even healing. Because he felt that it's the water that will bring him solution. In the same way, learn to ask yourself questions. Yourself. Hello? Ask questions. Jesus comes on the scene and the first thing he does is ask questions. Ask yourself, how did I get here? Ask yourself questions like that. How did I get here? How did I become so stupid? How did I become so empty? How did I become so poor? How did I marry such a useless man? How did I end up becoming such a a worthless woman. You must ask yourself the hard question. I know you are getting angry. I, this, this is why I came here. Uh, this is why I came here. This is why I came here. I must tell you the truth. Me, I ask myself questions. When something doesn't go well for me, I sit and ask myself, why am I such a useless leader? How could I not think to know this thing? How could I make such a mistake? What happened? Is it because I didn't pray enough? Is it because I didn't do this? But would you won't be some question Oh, Charlie, it has happened. Next time, we'll see how we go do it. Then next time, it will happen again. How did I meet such a useless boyfriend? You'll never ask that question. Well, how did I lose such a good man? You'll never ask that question. How did I allow myself to be used by this useless boy? you never sit to ask yourself that question. What role did I play in this, my problem? you never ask. Ask questions. Because when you start asking questions, your brain begins to work. Your brain wakes up immediately. Questions begin to come. And when you don't ask questions, nothing happens. And you don't get any solution. What am I doing here? How did I get here? Question. What am I doing here? Question. They are sitting in some boy's room. Some boy's room. A boy, a boy who doesn't even, he doesn't even have a job. Somebody has given him a boy's quarters to live in and be cleaning his house and his windows. And you are sitting in his room. And you are not sensible enough to ask yourself that. How did I get into this place? And what am I doing here? And what does the future look like from here? When you look at the foundation, you can tell the house that's coming. Are you understanding me? <laughs> When you go to somebody's backyard and they say they are coming to build a house, then you see that they've put two blocks here, two blocks here, two blocks here, two blocks here. You know that they are coming to put hand coop. They are coming to put hand coop there. You can tell. When you see that type of foundation, you can tell the, the, the house that's coming. When you see the man's foundation, you can tell the future that is coming. So don't just sit down and just be happy because now he's buying fried rice. Fried rice is nothing. Fried rice is nothing. Fried rice is just sickness. Look at the foundation and ask yourself, what kind of house is coming here? And then ask yourself, this future, can I live in it? This house, can it accommodate me? I would tell you, I won't be a question. I just, when I was in school, a friend of mine gave me a proverb that a child who will buy a car when he grows up in the, as a child, he is asking for the price of a car tire. 
friend, a friend of mine gave me that proverb. You must know that this guy will buy a car in future. But this your Osimesi, he doesn't even ask the price of water. How can, how can he bat in future? Eh? He doesn't even ask the price of water. How is he going to bat in future? And to bat you and the children that are coming. Run for your life. I said run for your life. Ask questions. The sometimes you must ask, how do I change the situation? Ask, do I need help? Number three. Number three. Think differently. Or look for alternatives. Don't just accept that. Because... Because everybody must fall into the water to, to be whole. Me too, bounce out to fall into the water. Even if you don't know how to swim. Why don't you think about other alternatives? Do we all have to travel before we prosper? No. Many people have not seen the airport, but they are prospering. So think about other alternatives. Don't sit down and say that. You are 46. Are you not sick? Sorry, I don't mean to, but I need to wake you up. And it's not even here. The people who are online and the people who listen to me on radio. There must be other alternatives. This man, this man didn't think. <laughs> I'm sitting by the water. When the angel comes to stir the water, somebody must push me. That's the only one he knows. So Jesus comes and says that, do you want to be made whole? No other alternative. I have no man. I need somebody to push me in the water. The man with the answers have come. He doesn't have alternatives. All you have is one plan. No alternatives. If that plan fails, you will. Listen, there's not only one way out of every situation. There are many ways. I heard someone say there are many ways to kill a cat. It's true. There are many ways to get out of situations. And the man only knew and expected healing through falling in the water. But there was an opportunity to get his healing without getting wet. God has other ways of solving your problem. It's not only by drinking oil. There are many legal ways to change your situation. And move your situation to the new things that you are expecting. Seek the face of God. He will tell you. I said seek the face of God. He will tell you. It's not only, it's not only Florida water. Those of you who have been going to um, churches that they are giving Florida water to pass on your face. Don't you see that you are even smelling. And then when you finish and you go, that's the time that they will say, free alcohol now. And then, 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 and Thinking, thinking alone can give you deliverance more than even prayer. Don't you see how many poor prayer warriors we have in this, in this country here? They go to the mountains every day. When they come back, their landlord is sacking them from their house. Others who don't go to the mountains, they sit in their house. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for today. I pray that you give me ideas that will turn situations around and change things. And then as they are sitting down, man, with orange juice, drink a little. take it Then they take their tablet. Then ideas, ideas begin to come. Then they are writing. They are writing. They are writing. They are writing. When they finish, they send one email. One million dollars have arrived. Whoa, what from mountain? Ipaya. 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 You don't have any alternative. And you are hungry. Nothing is happening. Sister, I feel that when I went to the mountain top, as I was praying, I saw you in my prayer. The Lord says, I should marry you. You don't have a job. You don't have how to even feed yourself. The Lord told you that become a punishment to the Lord's daughter. Tofiakwa. Liar. Sister, when they tell you that, tell them, I'm waiting for God to talk to me too. You are not, you are not my receptionist. You are not my PA. If God wants to talk to me, he doesn't talk to me through you. He will talk to me myself. 
in any case, it is not God who is going to stay with you. I'm the one going to stay with you. So if I don't like you, I don't like you. Don't come and bully me with. I went to the mountain and whatever. Yeah, I, I, I heard a story. I was, I said, it says, in a dream, I was sleeping. As I was sleeping, then I saw myself climbing a mountain. And as I was climbing, I saw a lady coming. And the lady tripped. And the lady was about to fall. And I caught the lady. When I looked at the lady's face, it was you. So I believe I'm the solution to your trouble. You are sick. So think differently. Find other alternatives to solve your problems. Don't just sit down and I and come mountains up. What have you got? We pray a little, we think more. You fast a little, you think. You pray and think. That's why I say watch and pray. Watching, watching. Be alert. Last one. Learn how to answer questions. Learn how to answer questions. Learn how to answer questions. Look at this man. In this life, if you don't learn how to answer questions, you will never, never get the breakthrough you are expecting. That is why when you are looking for a job, they do interview. You must learn how to answer questions. Anytime the, you want to be promoted, at work, they will do appraisal. You must learn how to answer questions. Anytime you, are, you want to be promoted in the school, you write exams, promotion exams. You have to learn how to answer questions. Spiritually, you must know how to answer questions. To be able to get promoted, to enter into a new season of your life, you must answer questions. Life always comes with questions. And you must have answers. Why are you not married? I don't have money. The money you go marry. So when you have money, will you marry money? What, what, what is it there? Is it one city you marry or ten cities you marry? Since when did ten cities become a marriage partner? Where do you work? I don't have any connection. Which address is that? Which office is that? See, we don't know how to answer questions. That's why we always get it wrong and we always don't get the things that we expect. I was telling somebody, go, don't go for interview, be asked a question that you have a little idea and, you, and you, you say that I don't know anything. Speak! After you have answered, go and do research quickly. Because they will call you for follow-up. And now you sit down and give them the real answers. Because you have done your research. Learn how to answer questions in this life. Otherwise, you will never progress. I'm not saying you should lie, but learn how to answer questions. How would Jesus, Jesus, Jesus himself appear to you? Do you want to be made whole? I have no man. Look, that's why it was Jesus. If it was me. <laughs> if it was me, I would leave him and tell him to look for a man. Because even me that I've come, I'm a man. So are you telling me that I'm no man? I mean, I'm nobody. That I have no nobody has come to ask you this question before. A man has come to ask you the question. I have no man. Will you marry me? It's a question. I said it's a question, and it's coming soon. I said it's coming soon. You must learn how to answer. It's a question that's coming soon. It's coming soon. Will you marry me? Uh, wait, let me, let me see. Where do you, where do you come from? Did I did I say I want to marry your chief? Of your hometown. What do you mean? Where do we come from? I come from River and Cobra. What has that got to do with anything? Will you marry me? He said yes or no answer. I need time. I need time. I need time. I need time saying. I need time saying. We have been moving. We have been moving for some months now. We have been talking. We know each other. We have been flowing. We have been sharing pictures. We have been exchanging messages. That pastor doesn't know. We have been eating pizza together. We buy pizza for each other. We send text messages to each other. And I've come to say that, will you marry me? You say, let me think about it. Think about what? When you are eating the pizza, did you say, let me think about it? Am I preaching? When you were, when you were receiving the pizza, 
you didn't even ask where it came from. You just received, you didn't even ask, oh, what, what are the flavors or what are the, what is the type of, you didn't say, oh, is there pepperoni? Is there this? Is there that? You just ate it. Now, will you marry me? Where, where do you come from? Ask those questions before you start eating the pizza. Ask those questions before you start, you start walking. Ask all those questions. It's not now that you are coming to answer useless questions. You want a job, how much? Wrong answer. You want a job. How much? Is it the money you are thinking about? I said we must learn how to answer questions. Learn how to answer questions. When will you go to school? I have no money. Eh? When will you go to school? I have no money. Don't you think that the person asking you the question may have a way of supporting you? When will you go to school? Oh, next week. Or I want to go to school and then now the person will ask that, so when? Or how? And then other things will come. But when do you want school? I have no money. Here we learn how to answer Questions. Learn how to answer questions. I met somebody, I told you, I met somebody in the lift who was complaining about money. Nobody is helping me. Nobody is helping me. I want to do my business. Nobody is helping me. I said, so how much do you need? So today, I've not received answer. Because he, he, he doesn't know how to answer questions. How much do you need? You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a whole lot. I, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. What is a lot? Your lot, that is 10,000. Maybe somebody's chicken feet. So what is a lot? Learn how to answer questions. Stand to your feet. Mighty, mighty, mighty word. What a word. I believe you have been blessed. Before you go off, I want you to take your phone and call now. The number is 0204-336-002. Again, 0204-336-002. I want you to call now. I want to pray for you. I want to counsel you. I want to tell you what the Lord has laid upon my heart to tell you. So call right now. 0204-336-002. Call now. We are waiting. God bless you.